0: the importance of the Holy Ghost there is no way in one simple Bible study we can really talk about all of the benefits of the Holy Ghost and all the reasons why you need the Holy Ghost we're just gonna scratch the surface a little bit tonight but um, there's some things that I've been concerned with in our world that we're living and in the religious world and Listening to the radio, sometimes I turned it on again today. It's very frustrating hearing people talk, and quote scriptures and say stuff that just blows my mind. Um, they they reason away truth. I mean, they literally reason away truth. And I can't get my mind around lots of that, but we live in a world today where most of the religious world today views the Holy Ghost as an optional blessing that is not essential to salvation. Now, some of you would say, oh, no, it's not most. Well, I would challenge you to do what I did in my research, and that is why don't you just go look up some church websites and read what they believe. And when you start doing that, you're going to find out they actually write that inside of their own little briefs on their own websites about the Holy Ghost is not actually essential to salvation. It's just something that helps us in our walk with God. Um, we're living in a nutty world, folks. It's the only way I can say it. And you say, well, that's, you know, give us some proof, Okay. I know this is small writing, but I will try to read this to you. It says Dr. J. Rodman Williams, uh, and it goes through these things and telling some of his degree, degrees. He graduated of Dav- Davison College in North Carolina with an AB uh, degree, the Union Theology. Um, seminary in Virginia with a BD and a master's in theology the Columbia University in New York with a PhD degree in philosophy of religion and ethics he served as the chaplain in the US Marine Corps taught philosophy and religion at Beloit College in uh, Wisconsin pastor the first Presbyterian Church in Rockford Illinois taught theology and philosophy of religion at Austin Presbyterian Seminary in Texas and served as the president and professor of theology at uh, metal, uh, Melody Land School of Theology in Anaheim, California. He retired as a professor of theology and emeritus from um, uh, Regent University in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Now, you know I, I read all that stuff. I would say the guy probably you know, with that much degrees and that much study and that much teaching and and being the professor of uh, the actual president of the the school of Theology. I would think the guy would probably know kind of what he was talking about, so I figured I would just take a quote, uh, one of his quotes, and here's his quote. Receiving the Holy Ghost is not for salvation, to go to heaven, but for those who are saved, a special endowment of power to bear witness of Christ. Uh, it makes me think of something else in the Bible. Uh, your learning has made you mad. (laughs) Studying and learning does not assure you that you will find truth. That's the reason why if you understand truth, you shouldn't let a day go by that you don't thank God. That you understand truth because it's only God I don't believe there's another individual in this house that has as many educational degrees as that man has behind his name and has probably been as involved in those type of teaching as he has been involved in all these college university receiving the Holy Ghost is not for salvation That's where we're living now, folks, in a world, a Christian world, who, where people do not believe you have to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost to be saved. And you say, oh, this is just one, I'm telling you. I do research before I teach. And it is so enlightening to go to some of these websites of these churches and read what they believe and just say, where do you get that? in the bible they use verses that absolutely have nothing to do with that they make their point of doctrine for it it's just folks we need to be careful because there's a lots of voices that are speaking in our world and you need to make sure you know what your book says that bible is the written word of god god's spirit is very important to us in our lives very important to us in our lives the Holy Ghost is the Holy Ghost is essential in our lives for us to be saved from sin essential you can not live a life free from sin without the baptism of the Holy Ghost there is absolutely no way again there's so much of this tonight I'm not going to be able to just give you a ton of verses because we don't have time for all of it. I can teach a whole Bible study on just that one slide right there because it's just loaded, folks. What is the Holy Ghost anyway? Well, it's this thing that makes me feel real good all over. It's these chill bumps that go up and down my back. It's just that, you know, mmm feeling. Well, let's read what the bible says and it shall come to pass afterward that i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your old men shall dream dreams your young men shall see visions and also upon the servants and upon the head means in those days will i pour out my spirit everybody say my spirit, my spirit. who is speaking in these verses lord god almighty is speaking folks and he told us he said i am going to pour out my spirit my spirit twice in these two verses god states that he would give humanity his spirit the spirit of the almighty god of heaven now folks this is old testament scriptures here (laughs) It's Old Testament scriptures. This is the God who created both heaven and earth saying his spirit is going to dwell in you. He is going to dwell in you. Not some third person of a trinity, but the spirit of the God who created all things is going to dwell in us, folks. The Holy Ghost. Look at Peter's message in Acts 2. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Didn't we just read those verses? That's what he's referred to. This is that. that. This is what the Lord was referring to when he said, I would give you my spirit. And it shall come to pass in the last day, saith, the, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. Acts 2, 16 and 17. It's part of the sermon on the day of Pentecost there. And then he comes and wraps this message up with this. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of... He's now tying what? He's tying this verse to verse 16 and 17, which is tied all the way back to Joel. Because God said, I'm going to give you my spirit. And Peter says, let me tell you what this my spirit is. This my spirit is the Holy Ghost, folks. It is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of God dwelling in us. Hallelujah. 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 I I read some stuff in in studying for this lesson. It blew my mind. One individual, this is how they reason things away. They said that the receiving of the baptism of the Holy Ghost is not mentioned but two times directly in the verse as being tied to salvation but the holy ghost is mentioned more times about how god would pour out the holy ghost or give the holy ghost then apparently god didn't see that it was essential for salvation but it was a gift to us how stupid can you be so then you're saying then simple majority wins What are you going to do with the other two verses that clearly state you got to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost and you will receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Those are the kind of things that just make absolutely no sense, folks. The Holy Ghost is the Spirit of God. It is the Spirit of God. Now, I don't know, maybe you guys can help me with some of these verses, but ye are not in the flesh but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God. The spirit of God dwelleth in you. And it's not about feeling good. It's about having the almighty God of heaven dwelling in us. It's not about feelings. It, it, it's about having God in us because we need God in us. Now look at this. Now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he Now, I don't know, I was was having problems with this verse because I'm thinking maybe there's something there that I'm not catching with that latter part of that verse because there's something I'm missing. So I figured I would go look in some different versions of the Bible here and just kind of look and see what they would say. So I, I wrote down some different ones and here's some of them. Uh, Here's some different ones. One says he is none of his. The other one says he is not one of his. Another one said people who don't have the spirit of Christ in them don't belong to him. He is none of his. But what? Whoever does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to Christ. Uh, Anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. Whoever does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. Whoever does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. He does not belong to him. That person is not of him. Uh, this person does not belong to him this one is not his he is not one of his and I I kept looking through all those translations and I I don't know I'm missing something here because when I looked at all of those translations and after consulting all of these versions of the Bible I've come to the conclusion that a person that doesn't have the Holy Ghost doesn't belong to God I, I I, I don't know can somebody agree with me? I, went, I, I think I gave you 13 or 14 different versions and translations of that verse. I, I don't understand how you can say that Holy Ghost is not essential. We don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The verse clearly states, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you don't even belong to God. You've seen it written in so many. They're not any of his. They don't belong to I don't know about you, but I want to belong to God. I want to be a child of God. I, I want the inheritance that's due to the children of God. That's eternal life, folks. A person that doesn't have the Holy Ghost doesn't belong to God. And this world says it's not. That man said, you really don't have it. It's just for seriously and if christ be in you the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness (laughs) so it's more than just making us feel good huh (laughs) but if the spirit of him that raised up (laughs) from the dead dwell in you he that raised up christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit That what? So then let's look on the other side of the coin. It says if you have that spirit, it's going to raise you up. So what if you don't have that spirit? (laughs) Hello? Are we serious here? So we don't need the Holy Ghost? Can I ask you a question? How are you going to get to heaven? Because if it's the spirit, folks, our flesh is not going to heaven. It's not, this thing's not going to heaven. Our spirit is, and the thing that's going to get there is the spirit of God in us. The spirit that dwelleth in us will quicken us, will make us alive. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus that said, quicken your mortal body by your good feelings. Absolutely not by your good looks because you're just going to stay dead. Because I'm going to tell you what, I don't care how good you look when they put you in that box, you're definitely not going to look good after a while in the box. Okay? So it's not anything about you. The only thing it's going to be is his spirit that dwelleth in you is the only thing that's going to take you to heaven. You've got to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, folks. It's essential to salvation. And look at the Word of God. The Holy Ghost, um, look at this verse, I mean this statement. The Holy Ghost is referred to as the Spirit of God. The Holy Ghost is referred to as the Spirit of Christ. Why? Because they're both the same. Same Spirit spirit of christ the spirit of god my spirit when god is speaking he was the almighty god jehovah the old testament now has become our salvation in the new folks the importance of the holy ghost the importance of the holy ghost would you turn i didn't put this on slide because we want us to turn there i know some of you can quote it but again i know some of you are going oh no we're just rehearsing stuff no we're not i just really felt that i need to teach this tonight because uh, we all need to understand how important it is for us to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Folks, we've got too many people in the world that is trying to treat it like a, some kind of spare tire in, a, in our walk. You can, you can take it, but you, know, you only have it if you need it. And when you need it and there's that emergency, you can pull it out and use it then. That's not the Holy Ghost, folks. This thing is essential to salvation. Somebody want to read these verses? I know we've read them before, but we're going to read them again. Amen. John 3, 3 through 7, please, someone. Amen. Look at that verse. Jesus answered, "Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, right. cannot." Yeah. Folks, he's not. He doesn't give us an exception right. to the rules. There yeah. are no exceptions to the rules. Yeah. Now born of the water means what then peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the holy ghost yeah. Amen. that's of the water i know some of you are saying you're rehearsing i am but i'm wanting to make sure we get it at the palace of praise we need to rehearse stuff Amen. Yes, sir. born of the water and this is important just as important that you be buried in the name of Jesus in a water grave, you've got to be born of the Spirit, also, folks. It's so crazy. In my studies, re- reading that stuff, I got so frustrated thinking, my Lord. How many people are you going to lie to this Sunday when they come to church and tell them that they don't even have to worry about being baptized because baptism is just a work and we don't have to worry about works because now we're under grace. I read on those things and I'm thinking, my Lord, why are you lying to people and causing people to go to hell and good people will be sitting on pews, listening to that kind of junk and believing that's true, and it's not true. You've got to be born of the water and you've got to be born of the spirit. Then Peter said unto him the very same verse Repent and be baptized, everyone, even in the name of Jesus Christ from their sins, and ye shall hear the here's that birth of the Spirit, and ye shall receive what, church? The gift of the Holy Ghost. You're going to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's a gift. You know what I thought was so interesting? With this doctor, with all of his degrees, I read a good-sized part of his article in there, and some of the stuff was very twisted. But it was this is so interesting to me. In there, he even talked about how that he felt that if you were going to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you would need to speak in tongues. And I'm thinking to myself, how can you say that it's not essential? And you don't even need it for salvation. But if you're going to get it, then you're, folks. Partial truth will never get you to heaven. Just knowing a little bit here or a little bit there is not going to do it. You got to get your nose in the book. You got to love truth, as I taught a few weeks ago. You got to love truth in every part of the truth. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost to make it to heaven, folks. You got to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There's no other way you're going to make it to heaven. Can I put it this way? Even with the Holy Ghost, there's a lots of battles and struggles. <laughs> so I guarantee you're never going to make it without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You have got to have the Holy Ghost. Humans are weak creatures needing a power greater than the human realm, folks. We are weak. Can I get a witness right there? We are weak. How many of you, and don't raise your hands or even say amen, but how many of you, you want to do good, and you start trying to do good, and then you blow it? (laughs) Just happens. And then you want to hit your head against the wall saying, stupid, How? why am I that stupid? Why did I do something so stupid? You're human. Even with the Holy Ghost, we struggle with this flesh, so you will never make it. To heaven without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Not only is it required to get into heaven, but it's required to get you ready to get into heaven, folks. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And behold, I send the promise of my Father up on you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Wow. No one in this room can live above sin without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We're going to be endued with power on high, not just to do the will of God and do what God asks us to do, but also to live a victorious life in God. I'm going to tell you what there's power in the Holy Ghost. There is power in the Holy Ghost. There are things we struggle with in our flesh and and you're trying to make up your mind, should I do this? No, I should not do this and do that. And you're struggling and all of a sudden you get this power that you don't understand where it comes from really. But all of a sudden there's that resolve. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna stay and do what is right and I'm not gonna, that is the power of the Holy Ghost to help you in your weaknesses, to make the right decisions and to live for God. It's the thing that helps us when we feel like just blowing up all of a sudden that Holy Ghost thing helps us to pull this flesh in control and get a hold of ourselves. No man in this room or woman can live above sin without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves but unto us they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven which things the angels desire to look into. You have something that the angels desire to have but cannot have, folks. (laughs) Did you hear me you have something the angels look at it they're looking at you when you received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and spoke in tongues and God was moving inside of you did you hear me God it was God moving inside of you it does not happen to the angels that does not happen to the angels and so their desires because they see God They know how great God is, they know his power. They know how excellent our God is and they see him moving inside of you and they want it. You know what, thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You got something angels can't get, folks. The Holy Ghost. Why do I need the Holy Ghost? Well, there's 10,000 reasons. But guess what? I'm not going to try to cover all 10,000 tonight. Like Brother Harvey told me, there's 3,000-something promises if I just read them. But anyway, we'll go on from there. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. That, That is a powerful little statement right there whom the world cannot receive, why? Because it is not about your intellect. It's not about your human understanding. It's about God opening your mind and allowing you to understand who he is and understand truth itself. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he what? That's that infilling of the baptism of the Holy Ghost and shall be in you, folks. Man, don't you ever take it for granted, the baptism of the Holy Ghost and God dwelling in you. Don't you ever take it for granted what God has done and given you understanding of who he is, folks, because it seeth him not. Folks, there are people that are reading this Bible, a man who has more degrees than all of us in this house put together, and yet, folks, even all of his reading and his study and teaching class in those universities over and over and over again, he never saw it. He never saw it, folks. He looked at the same book we looked at, but he never, why? Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him. They looked at Jesus Christ, and he's just a man or a second person in the Trinity. But when you have the Holy Ghost inside of you, it confirms to you, it was the Almighty God in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. It's not some second person, it's the only God, and only God can give you insight to see that, folks. You've got to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost or folks, if you don't have it, you will not last. Yeah, False doctrine will come along and you will see things that are not there in the scripture and what you need to see, you won't see. Yeah. Why? Because God is the only one who can give you insight. We're gonna get into that. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you, John fourteen sixteen through 18. There were lots of people that came by and And we're called, quote, unquote, you find in the scripture, disciples of Christ besides just the 12. But you're also gonna find at places when he spoke certain words, they totally didn't even understand it and get it. And the Bible says, and they walked away and left him, folks. It's only the the God of heaven that brings you to him. It's only the God of heaven that keeps you close to him. And it's only God in you that's gonna get you to heaven someday to meet him. (laughs) There's nothing else. It's not about us. It's all about Him, folks. It's all about God. Look at this. Jesus spoke of being with us and being in us. It's not just about God walking with us. We're talking about God being in us, folks. It's not like you're somebody like we walk side by side. No, I'm telling you, this thing is so great. God is on the inside of us. Oh, hallelujah, but the comforter which is the Holy Ghost whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. You wow! What the power of the word of God? Go on. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth: it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I do depart, I will send him unto you, folks. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Reprove means to convict or convince. (laughs) You know what that Holy Ghost will do if you really got it? It will convict you of things. Folks, that Holy Ghost inside of us will get it. I shouldn't have to detail everything that is right and wrong about what you wear. There should be something in you when you put it on and you look in the mirror. The Holy Ghost should say, that's not good because it doesn't represent me. And since I'm going to be walking around with you all day, (laughs) hello, and that's exactly what's happening if you've got the Holy Ghost. He's walking around with you all day. He's saying, I don't want to be represented this way so then he convicts me to say okay cover this up why because it's not for you to show off why folks it's in us god is in us everywhere we're going we're taking christ with us that's the reason why he reproves the world of sin it deals with us that's the reason why there are things that you start doing and all of a sudden you feel this oh man something don't feel right can i get a witness you can turn on the radio and sometimes it's not even real bad music but you start listening you are thinking wait a minute something's making me feel weird here this just does not feel right to me and what do you do change the station what is that it's the holy ghost conviction that's working in us we gotta have the holy ghost and get this convinces us too why if you got the holy ghost When I preach truth and when I teach truth, then the spirit in you convinces you then that what is being preached, it's true. The Holy Ghost then confirms in your mind and in your spirit, that's true, that's true. You hear this little spirit inside of you really saying this, amen, amen, amen. And you thought you wasn't gonna hear little voices in your head, didn't you? It's that little thing in you. It's called the baptism of the Holy Ghost that is convincing you that's right. When you're doing right, you feel this spirit inside and it gives you boldness. What is it? It's the Holy Ghost convincing you, to continue to do what you're doing that's right. Two things the Holy Ghost does. It will encourage you to do what's right, but it'll also try to stop you from doing what's wrong. That's how the Holy Ghost works, folks. It is powerful because it has the power to reprove this world of sin. So when sin starts creeping into even our thoughts and our attitudes and we start letting things and things we shouldn't have in our minds and in our spirit and slander and backbiting and gossip and all that stuff, that same Holy Ghost, bam, can say, shut your mouth. Problem is, lots of people said, no, don't talk to me. I'm busy talking about somebody right now. (laughs) But we need to start listening. Why? I wanna get to heaven. That's the reason why I'm trying to tell you, we have to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will function as an advocate look at this to convince and convict is a large part of the duty duty of an advocate he must vindicate and prove the truth and whoever after such proof rejects the truth does so by taking responsibility for the consequences of their decision Whew. I quoted I took that right out of the uh, the Commentary that I was reading and studying on part of this thing, because I read do a, lots of reading in regards to our lessons. But folks, it's a very powerful one. The Holy Ghost will not physically restrain you from sin, but it will guide you in an effort to avoid sin. It's not gonna physically stop you. Well, why didn't the Holy Ghost stop me? What do you want him to do? Kill you with a bolt of lightning? Because death's probably the only thing that would have kept you from doing it. He's not gonna physically do that, but what he can do is begin to start dealing with your conscience. And with your conscience, he's saying, this is wrong, stop and don't go any further. But if you continue to press forward, then he says, go ahead, reap the consequences because you're wanting to ignore me because he's not gonna forcibly stop you. Thank God for the Holy Ghost that has saved us from a bunch of junk and mistakes, folks. We're stubborn. We press on through. We try to silence the voice. You better never silence the voice of the Holy Ghost in your life because it's a dangerous thing to start trying to turn it off because you may turn it off permanently and then you're in real trouble. Oh, thank God for the Holy Ghost, the greatest gift you're ever gonna get. Look at this. Picking back up on our verse of scripture. Of sin because they believe not, of righteousness because I go to my Father and see ye know me no more, and ye see me no more of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Look at the next verse because because it reveals another benefit of the Holy Ghost. Look at this. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. What, what, what What was he talking there? Who's he talking to? Disciples, what did the the disciples not have? The disciples were good men who had laid aside everything to faithfully follow Jesus Christ. They had made a commitment to follow Jesus Christ anywhere he would lead them. Would you agree with that statement? Yet Jesus made this statement to them. Ye cannot bear them now. Because no amount of determination, commitment, or sacrifice can substitute for the Holy Ghost. Oh, well, I'm really dedicated and committed to that. I don't care how dedicated and committed. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you will be offended. Because there's something going to come across your flesh that's going to make you mad and you will walk out on truth because you need the Holy Ghost because there's a lots of things, number one, you won't understand and a lots of things you can't bear up underneath. Because if it wasn't for the Spirit of God, honey, you would not even make it to where you are today. Because every one of us have had a bunch of chances to turn off the road and leave God and, and backslide and go somewhere else. And the only reason why you're here is that Holy Ghost thing. That Holy Ghost thing is the only thing that helps you to bear it and understand it. Some things we will never understand until we get to heaven, but the Holy Ghost can help us to bear up underneath the load of this load that we're carrying in this flesh, folks. Hear me, the Holy Ghost will help you to receive and accept some things that your flesh would never receive. Some things I teach, some things I preach, and these ministers are on this platform. We're so blessed with a great ministerial staff here. The things they have teaching and preaching, and Bishop is teaching on Sunday morning. Honey, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you can get offended. Whew. But that Holy Ghost will help you to receive some things that your flesh will not receive. It's interesting, that things also reveal how much of your flesh is still alive. <laughs> Amen. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Jesus makes this very clear with the way. It should have been the way. He begins verse number 13. Sorry, he way, but the he way. There we go. The way he begins verse number 13. My computer, it always messes up. He says all those things, and then he comes down to this verse, and he starts a verse like this. How be it? How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Whew. Now I'm going to tell you what, you want to be ignorant? You want to be ignorant? Don't receive the Holy Ghost. Because without the Holy Ghost, you remain ignorant. According to this saying, he's the one that guides you. He's the one that will show you. He's the one that will open your mind. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, there's lots of things. When I preach and others preach, they're riddles to you. Because they make no sense. Because you have to have the Holy Ghost. Oh, thank God for the baptism. And he will guide you into all truth. Here's the thing about the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will make you so you are hungry to learn more. If you never have a desire to know more about God, to read his word, or to try to know more about truth, you better check your Holy Ghost. Amen. Because it says he will guide you into all truth. He is constantly wanting you to learn more and more and more about him. Hear me, the spirit in you wants you to learn more about him and the way he knows that you can learn it is through this word, his written word. That's why he wants you in his word. Oh, this is good stuff tonight. Why do I need the Holy Ghost? Because you are living in 2019. (laughs) That's why you need the Holy Ghost. But if you're going to live in this day and in this hour, you're going to have to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. No way you're going to make it, folks. Never been a day, but I'm going to tell you, it's nasty nowadays. There's some bad junk around here nowadays. You need the Holy Ghost. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is the only thing that's going to keep your mind. Because we have so many accesses to so much junk and trash that we have never had before in the past. Things we as kids, I didn't have to worry about because, man, I was never exposed to that much trash. It's in the home where we have, were raised the church and stuff. Lots of that junk and even not even know, and I didn't have to be exposed to that trash being in the home. But to nowadays, our kids are, man, they, they're still in their diapers and they're playing on these iPads being exposed to junk. It's crazy. Well, that's good teaching. Why do I need the Holy Ghost? because you're living in 2019 is why you need the Holy Ghost. Why do I also need the Holy Ghost? Because if you're married, you definitely need the Holy Ghost. And that'll be another lesson for another time. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy. Woo! In the Holy Ghost. and righteousness righteousness the only way you're going to know what is right is through the Holy Ghost your flesh is going to lead you in the wrong way the Holy Ghost is going to lead you in the right way and then when it reads you in the paths of righteousness you guess what you're going to have you're going to have peace and when you have peace it's going to bring joy into your life it all fits together folks righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost man I don't know, I never wanna live without the Holy Ghost. I never wanna live without the holy Ghost. holy Ghost, not only gives power to live a victorious and holy life, but it also gives us joy and peace that only God can give. Yeah. Yeah. Only God can give. Folks, you can't get your, your your joy and your peace in a bottle, you can't get it in a pill, you can't get it in a shot, folks. Only God can give us real joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. I'll tell you what makes me feel good even in my bad days and hard days and crazy days getting up and knowing that i don't have any sin in my life and if i'm dying i'm going to heaven it makes me feel really good <laughs> i don't know about you but even in my bad bad days folks just knowing that if god takes me right now it's all right because i'm gonna go to heaven folks that brings peace to my life right there having that comfort of the holy ghost why do i need the holy ghost has anybody asked that before tonight yes because see, I'm an intelligent person and I have a Bible of my own. So why do I need the Holy Ghost? For you to tell me I have to have the Holy Ghost because I don't understand it, that's, that's insulting my intelligence. I have tons of degrees, any more than that other guy. And because of my degrees, I can understand by simply reading the Word of God for myself. I don't need no crazy pastor or preacher or minister to tell me what the Word of God says. It's the kind of world we're living in, folks. So I'm an intelligent person, so and I have a Bible on, I can read for myself, so I don't need to come to church, I don't need a preacher, I don't need any of that stuff in my life. I can live with God without all that stuff. Hmm. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man. Everybody say, by the will of man. But holy men of God spake as as they were moved by the that Spirit of God we've been talking about, folks. Yeah. The Spirit of God we've been talking about. Huh. Since it required the inspiration of the Spirit of God for the writing of the Bible, it also will in- require the inspiration of the Holy Ghost to understand God's Word fully. <laughs> Whoo! I- I'm going to tell you what, if you want to know... Get the most you can out of any story or book. The best way to do it is to talk to the author. Because the author is going to explain to you more than it's just on the pages. Somebody hear me? He's going to explain you more than just what's in print or what's on the pages. He can even tell you why things were written in the book and why certain things were not written in the book. That's why we need to talk to the author and have the author resident in our life so we can clearly understand his word. If it took the inspiration of the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of God to write it, then it's gonna take the inspiration of the Holy Ghost for us to completely and fully understand it, because we can't understand it on our own. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. How are we gonna know it? Spirit, which is of God is what going to help us to know what we have what we have see god put so many beautiful treasures in this book and if he doesn't lead us to them and unveil them to us we'll never see them they're there but we don't see them that's the great thing about reading the word of god is because that's the reason why it's frustrating to me is because i'll be working on one sermon and I'll go to study and I'll read a verse, and I'm going, oh man, that'll be a beautiful sermon. And so I have to start another sermon. And then I'm gonna work, and I go, wait, I gotta go back and finish in, and I'll get back over and start working on this one. The next thing I'll go look another verse, oh, that's an excellent sermon. And I start another sermon, and sometimes I'm starting three and four sermons because I'm trying to just teach one sermon, and it gets frustrating. Why? Because there's so much in the Word of God, and if you aren't walking in the Holy Ghost, you're missing so much, so many treasures that are in this Word, and the Spirit of God can unveil them to you. That's the reason why you need to study the Word of God and read the Word of God, because, folks, there's a lots more than I or any of these men can ever give you in that book. Amen. Now look at this. Now we have received not the Spirit of this world, but we got that spirit that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth but which the which the holy ghost teacheth Whew. i'm going to tell you what the greatest teacher to ever walk on the face of this earth was jesus christ Master Teacher, I don't care how great you may say a person is a teacher. They cannot compare to the great teacher Jesus Christ. And that right there said, we received the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is also called the Spirit of Christ. Christ was the greatest teacher in all the world, the master teacher, and it says the Holy Ghost teacheth, teacheth us, folks. The question are, is do we have a learnable spirit? A teachable spirit, I mean, so that we can learn. A teachable spirit that we can learn. Now, look at what he does, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Oh, my. You know why? Because the Holy Ghost, if you've got it, can deal on a whole different plane than he can if we don't have the Holy Ghost. He can deal with spiritual things with spiritual by comparing things in the spirit because why? You have understanding in you through the Holy Ghost that you don't have through your flesh. Now you're saying, you don't get this. Look, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God. Why? He can comparing spiritual things with spiritual things, he can do that because of the spirit we have inside of us called the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He can deal with us, teach us things that there's no way anybody without the Holy Ghost can ever be taught those things. Because there are things, folks, there's the physical and there's the spiritual levels. And folks, when we're walking in the flesh, we're in this physical level here. And he's saying, I can take you to a different level and it's that spiritual level things that only the Holy Ghost can teach us, folks. Now go, go back here. For the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Don't make any sense. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. See, I can teach a Bible study like this, and people who don't have the Holy Ghost can scratch their heads when they walk every saying, I don't really get it. Does that make you a bad person? No. And no, it just puts you at a disadvantage in trying to live for God. Cause if you're going to live for god gotta have this holy ghost that's first corinthians hear me that's why you need the holy ghost that's why you need the baptism of the holy ghost i'm gonna try to wrap this up i don't have but maybe another 55 slides and i'm done folks here we go we need the holy ghost look at your neighbor and say you need the holy ghost now look back to him and say you do too <laughs> We need the Holy Ghost. My wife is shouting amen. So she wants me to get it someday here. Soon, so. <laughs> and the hope maketh not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by... We can't live the way we need to live. We can't act the way we need to live. We can't have the relationships we need to have. What? Without the Holy Ghost... Folks, that Holy Ghost does so much for us and helps us in so many ways that only when we get to heaven we find out all of the things that God has done for us by him dwelling in us. Because I guarantee you there's no way that we have completely got our mind around all the benefits of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There's no way, there's no way. Because even tonight, I, I couldn't even begin to even scratch the surface of this Bible study. Slide after slide, I would start get to that slide and I'd start adding verses and I'm thinking, no, if I go that way, it's gonna be a year before we get done with that tonight. Because there's just so much in every one of these things that's the reason why we need the baptism of the holiness. Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, even the mystery which hath been hidden from ages and from generations but now is made manifest to his saints to whom god would make known what is the riches of his glory and of this mystery among the gentiles which is christ and christ in you is the holy ghost christ in you it's the holy ghost the hope of glory folks the hope of glory hallelujah Oh, I hope you get in your mind. I'm trying to hurry through this. We're not taking too much time. But I hope, can I, I want to go back to this verse. Even the mystery which hath been hidden from ages and from generations and now is made manifest to his saints. Wow. Wow, folks. Man you think about all of the great quote unquote philosophers that have been walked on the face of this earth for all hundreds and thousands of years and people that have are geniuses and stuff and yet they didn't understand anything about god and the mysteries of god folks intelligent people, people that we will never even be able to compare ourselves to when it comes to their intellect and their learning and stuff. But my Lord and my God, look at this, to whom God would make known what is the riches of his glory, of his mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, what? The hope of glory. Hallelujah. We need the baptism of the Holy Ghost if we are going to please God we need the baptism of the holy ghost if we're going to please god because the holy ghost is the only thing that's going to help us to understand this book and this book is what we need to understand if we're going to please him and i'm telling you the you cannot get it by just reading it you need the holy ghost You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And if you don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, folks, you should want it more than you want riches. Riches will pass away, but the Holy Ghost will take you to heaven. I don't know about anybody else in this house, but it's the best thing I have ever had in my life, and that is the baptism of the Holy Ghost, God dwelling in me. You say, well, how do you know it's real? It's real. Man, I'm going to tell you what, don't ever try to even talk me out of the Holy Ghost, folks, because it's the thing that's been dealing with me and working with me and helping me and strengthening me. I realize how weak I am and how worthless I am, and I realize anything I am, it has to be because of a God. It has to be because of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Let's stand tonight. I hope you've been helped with this lesson, the importance of the Holy Ghost.